Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. I think most of you would agree that the housing market is in a bubble. So the question is, when it pops, how far will prices fall? And it's actually a very easy question to answer. All we have to do is look at history. So to start, let's look at a chart that I used on today's whiteboard video. This is the Case Schiller Home Price Index in nominal terms. But what it does, interestingly enough, is it compares nominal home prices just simply to the CPI, the rate of inflation, as the government, government admits to. Now, this chart goes all the way back to 1950, the, actually the late 1940s, July 1947. And I want you to pay very close attention to the far left-hand side of this chart, I think hopefully, Josh, can you see my pointer? We'll assume that you can. Okay, the far left-hand side of the chart. And I want you to notice all the way till we get to the late, call it 1990s. And what you'll see, what you'll notice, is this red line stays awfully consistent <laughs> with that black line. It's almost like there's a very strong correlation between home prices and the rate of inflation. It's weird. I mean, it's almost like prior to 1997, we'll call it, the home prices didn't really go up in real terms. In fact, they didn't. They were pretty much flat. And they're flat not just going back to 1950. They're flat going back to the end of the 1800s, 1890 to be specific. So from 1890 to 1997, home prices flat when you adjust for inflation. So again, what we can conclude is that in the natural state of the economy, home prices go up with the rate of inflation. And so the next question is, well, why? Why is that? Why is it that home prices really don't appreciate? They only inflate, meaning they go up with the rate of inflation. Well, this is actually pretty easy too, because wages, income, usually goes up with the rate of inflation. Now, it is true that when we have significant inflation or higher levels of inflation, like we've, noted, like we've had in 2021, 2022, inflation goes up to 9%, wages lag behind, nominal wages. Nominal wages do go up, but they don't go up as fast, and therefore the purchasing power of the average American is reduced. But when inflation is going up at the pace that we see here, Look at this, even in the 1970s, for heaven's sakes, home prices really didn't go up when you adjust for inflation. And again, when you think about what goes into a home price, it's actually pretty simple. It's three components. It's the home builders wanting to make money. So I'll call that a constant. <laughs> it's wages and it's interest rates. Those are your levers that we can pull the equal home price. Now, of course, there's regulations that go into that and then how willing the banks are to lend, how fast they can get those loans off their balance sheet and give them to Fannie and Freddie, which is basically shooting them over to the taxpayer. Now, so there's a lot of those variables as well. But the three main levers outside of government uh, are, like we said, home builders' willingness to make profit, constant, wages, interest rates. And that makes sense. Why? Because someone uses their wages to pay their mortgage. <laughs> Shocking. 
I, I mean, you don't have to watch the, the Rebel Capitalist channel to know that. I mean, any first grader knows this. So then the price of their mortgage would be impacted by the rate that they're getting, the interest rate. So if we go back and we see that, wow, 8% on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, that's not high by any stretch, not really low. It's kind of within the range of average when you go back to, let's just say, the 1950s. Okay, so then how are prices this high? How can you have such a massive delta between the rate of CPI, black line, and this red line where home prices are right now? And by the way, look, every single time the price goes up, even back here when prices kind of went up and got above that black line, call it in the late 80s, early 90s, what happened? Prices mean revert. Look what happened in 2006. Oh, weird. Prices mean revert or very close to it. So why is this time different? Why is it any different? You say, oh, George, well, the supply side, there's no supply, there's no supply, there's no supply. Okay, well, that is making the mistake of taking the last year or so and extrapolating it indefinitely into the future saying that because we haven't had any supply, there's no way that we will have supply. We've underbuilt or anything like this as if people can't be incentivized to sell that we just have to have more homes being built. I mean, when you think about that, just at surface level, it's complete nonsense, right? But when you notice this delta, you see how extreme this bubble is. And then the next thing you notice, like I said, that it always mean reverts. So when it mean reverts, where are you going to go? Well, if history is any teacher going back to 1890, it will revert back to the black line, which means that home prices would need to come down. I call it 40% adjusted for inflation. You see, this is where most people get all, no, they start freaking out. I mean, this is really an emotional subject for a lot of people. Well, and I see why, because it's 90% of their net worth. So they want to sit there and tell themselves that the, that the real estate market will never go down. Prices will never go down, never go down, never go down. And they just keep cherry picking information that feeds this bias that just helps them sleep at night because they can't handle the stress of knowing that there's a, a good probability that they're going to get a 40% haircut on their home equity. But my, my point there is that while these people are freaking out and just making up all these reasons why there's no way prices will go down by 40%, what they're not understanding is that's actually very easy when you adjust for inflation. You just got to think about that one, right? Let's, uh, let's understand that home prices don't immediately crash. We don't have a Black Monday type situation in the real estate market. Prices, when they quote-unquote crash in the real estate market, they just grind down just year after year. They just grind lower and lower and lower and lower. And this is, and then what happens is psychology changes, and then people think that home prices will continue to go down, which exacerbates the selling, which increases the supply, which makes prices go down even further. It's this kind of real estate doom loop, but it takes a long time for that psychology to really kick in. It's the exact same that we saw in 2006. It took six years, for heaven's sakes, for the real estate market to bottom out. So let's just kind of go through those numbers. It's very simple. Let's just assume for a moment that home prices were flat for the next five, six years. They just didn't move. Now, would, would, would 
anyone argue that that's just completely impossible? There's just no way that home prices will go up by a minimum of 10% per year forever to infinity and beyond? No, I don't think anyone's going to argue that. And I think that if you said, you know, what's the probability that nominal prices are pretty much flat for the next five years, seeing as how they're this much higher than the rate of income and seeing as how now we have historically normal interest rates with mortgages, I'd say, yeah, that's, I think most people would say, yeah, there's probably a pretty decent probability. Might not be my base case, but a decent probability that nominal prices are flat. Okay, fine, great. Now let's go ahead and throw away on, let's just 5% inflation, 5%. And keep in mind, my base case is that we have a decade, the 2020s look a lot like the 1940s, where you have these huge period, these huge spikes of consumer price inflation, and then these big, big drops, disinflation. And then depending on what type of crisis we get, you might even have some deflation, like we saw in 2009 for a quick quarter, before the government comes in with more of their policies, more of their economic distortions, like price controls, that take us right into that next wave of consumer price inflation. Well, if we look at a chart, let me actually pull this up. I didn't have this one ready, but let's do uh, CPI 1940s. Should be pretty straightforward to get this chart. Here we go. This is exactly the one I'm talking about. So this, oh, oh, good. There you go. For my good friend, Lynn Alden. This is a tweet that uh, she put out. I'm not sure when. Uh, May 6, 2021. Yeah, I know Lynn's been talking about this for quite some time. So these are the spikes that I was referring to in the 1940s, where it looks, you know, we got up to what, 12% right here. So, you know, we just got up to 9.1 and we saw this type of disinflation. So I think this is the way it's going to look. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out of control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's just assume for a moment that I'm correct and that Lynn is correct as well, because I think this is her base case as well. Then we would have another, you know, disinflation, a little bit of deflation. And then, you know, we get the recession like we've been talking about. And then the government's response takes us into that next wave where who knows? I, I, I can't imagine that we'd go this high, but crazier things have happened, right? In 1947, we got up to 19% inflation before we dropped down a couple of years later to negative two, actually 2% deflation. And then we had another wave of inflation that went all the way back up to almost 10%. So let's just assume for a moment that nominal prices stay the same for the next five or six years. 
But this is what the CPI does. Up by 10%, all the way down to zero, then wham, shoots way up. And it's, let's say, plus 10% for two or three years straight. And then bam, all the way back down to zero. In this environment, assuming nominal prices stay the same, you look at real prices when you adjust for inflation, and you're down by 40%, <laughs> or roughly, roughly. You see? So what's funny is all those people that their head explodes when I say that prices have to mean revert at some point and come back down to their historic norm that we've seen going back to 1890, for heaven's sakes. And why? Because it's all about wages and interest rates, for heaven's sakes. And it's not rocket science. But when I say that, they're, they're, they just, their head, you know, they get this smoke starts coming out of their ears. For all those people, if I said, you know, do you think nominal prices could stay the same? Not crash, but the same for five. They say, oh, yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. And oh, by the way, do you think that we could have inflation similar to the 1940s? Yeah, 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 I see that happening. But yet they, they think that there's absolutely no way that prices can come down. Home prices, you see? So there's an inconsistency with, with most people's thinking because they look at everything in terms of nominal prices where you've got to look at things in terms of real prices because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. People are looking at their home equity as purchasing power. So who cares what the nominal value is if the purchasing power is going down? So that's 